You're listening to the Restoration Church Podcast. Join us each week for messages designed to equip, inspire, and deep calling to deep. Today's message is brought to you by Kim Thompson. I give honor to my pastors, to uh, Apostle Carolyn, to my prophetess mother, and to every woman and man of God in the place. You know, uh, every time I go to do uh, something for the Lord, as far as speaking, something, I go through something. But I'm like Job this morning. Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. I trust him today. I thank God for the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And I give him the glory because it's not about me. It's about him. And nothing will separate me or stop me from doing the will of God. I ask you guys to pray my strength in the Lord that the Holy Spirit increase and Kim decrease this morning. I'm not going to be before you long. I kind of wrestle with this uh, message a little bit. And the Holy Spirit does this thing with me, so it's okay. I'm just going to go with it. However he lead, that's, that's the way we're going to go with it. But I'm speaking this morning about posture and alignment with God. And I'm coming from Asha Kobasa. I'm disarrayed, y'all. I'm sorry. Holy Spirit come in. and I'm undone by the one. I just let it lay there. Uh, Romans, help me, Lord. I believe it's Romans 2 and 12. Get to it. Did I say that? Did I say 2 and 12? No, that's probably not right. Hold on, guys. Romans 12, sorry. Romans 12 and 2. My apologies. Mm, Okay. Do not be conformed any longer to the pattern of this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to talk to you guys, like I said, about being aligned in Christ. Come on, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Um, posture. In the physical sense, is a position of the body in movement or at rest. A mental or spiritual attitude. Spiritually, it's the right way to walk stand or sit. Have you ever heard the expression, watch your posture? Healthcare professionals and parents know that posture affects a person's health in many ways. Going to alignment. Alignment. When your heart's spiritual, I'm sorry, when your hearts are right with God, where our spirits, souls, and bodies work together in peace and harmony. The physical 
definition of alignment is the arrangement in a straight line or a correct or appropriate related positions, position of agreement or alliance. So when I looked at this, hmm, many of us, all of us, just like a car hit a bump in the road or hit a pothole or, or hit the, the side of a, what is it, a parking uh, curb. Thank you, Holy Thank you, guys. Uh, so do we in the spirit, and it knocks us out of alignment with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. I want to talk to you guys about some things that will keep you in alignment. It'll knock you off your focus. It'll knock you, it'll distract you. If you allow sin to come in, that knocks you out of alliance with God because he's holy. And you can't come to him any other kind of way but holy. So when you sin, and I ain't talking about, and I'm talking to Christians today. I'm not talking about no, uh, nothing huge like you go kill a man. We know that's sin. Uh, but I'm talking about when you lie, when you judge people. <laughs> Help me, Holy Ghost. When you judge people. When you look down on a person because of their status quo, when you say you love your brother or your sister, do you really? If you don't love them with the love of Christ because he made us all, you are knocked out of alignment with the Father. The things to do to stay in alignment... Is keep yourself focused on the word of God. Amen. I'm going to talk about four things. The word of God, serving others, worship, and obedience. It's more, but those are the key things. Just leave it down. That will take you out of alignment with the Father. The Bible says that the word of God is like a, is piercing. It's like a two-edged sword. In order to walk in correct posture... Come closer to Jesus. Learn about him. The scriptures teach of Jesus and his gospel. As you study the scripture, you will feel the love of God. The love, the word of God, I'm sorry, the word is our study guide to live in, in correct posture. You must read and, and, and study the word of God. 2 Timothy 2, uh, 15 says, study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman not to be ashamed, but rightly dividing the word of truth. You got to study the word of God. Not only do you have to study it, you got to meditate on it day and night. You got to keep him in front of you. Because when you get, when you take him from in front of you and you begin to let your problems, and we all have them, just told y'all every, every time I go to do something for the Lord, see, it comes something. Get in front of you, it knocks you out of alignment with the Father. It takes you out of your place. Just like when a car hit those bumps and those pot out holes, you need a, a realignment. We need every day to get back in alignment with God. You have to keep him before you. You got to seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and all its righteousness. 
And he said he'll add all those things to you. You got to keep him before your face. Like you look in your rear view mirror when you're driving. You got to keep your eyes on God. This week I've had to keep my eyes on God. Because the enemy will come and sucker punch you. He'll come and sucker punch you. But what you have to do is know the word of God. Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. That if God be for me, who can be against me? That no weapon formed against me shall prosper. And every tongue that rises against me will be condemned. You got to speak the word of God. You got to believe the word of God. And you got to walk in it. You got to meditate on it day and night. You got to speak it to the enemy and tell him where to go. Because one thing about the word, it don't play. It cut. It pierces. It tear down. It break up. It heals. It soothes. It releases. It's power. So you have to keep the word of God before you. And not only keep it before you, you got to speak it and you got to know it. And you got to call those things as they are. Hebrew 4 and 12, there are 67 scriptures in the Bible that talks about alignment. So that's how serious God is about us staying in his, in, in focus, in his presence. See, yes, you made a beautiful statement this morning, Ms. Glory and Shane. The presence of God is always with us, but we ain't always in the presence Amen. of God. And when you get out of alignment with him, it takes you out of the presence of God. You got to be refilled. You got to be renewed. Now, I ain't going to tell you sometimes things won't come. And like I say, the enemy will sucker punch you. But when you get that lick, you go to speaking that word. You go to telling that thing to go. You go to telling that mountain to be moved. You go to speaking the word of God and believing and calling on him. He'll answer. He is our redeemer. He say, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Hallelujah. And I am the redeemed. We are the redeemed of the Lord. So we got to say it. We got to speak that thing. We got to call it for what it is. Out your mouth, not in your thoughts. God want to hear you speak his word. Because when you speak the word, it's connected to the power source. Which is the Holy Spirit, the third Godhead in the Trinity. He ain't no joke. He's the real deal. And if you take him by the hand, he'll lead you. He'll guide you into all truth. But you got to know the Holy Spirit. And most of all, you better be filled. Because you can't do this thing without him. I don't know what I'd do without him. Hear me. He leads me every day because I ask him to. Let me tell you something. He's a gentleman. He ain't going to put himself on you. But I dare you to call on him. I dare you to entreat him. I dare you to tell him to come on in and stop with me. Lead me and guide me and tell me where to go. Because I, you have to understand it's not about us. It's about him. And if he don't lead you, you in trouble. Amen. 
the enemy will sift you like wheat. He'll tear you to pieces because that's what he's supposed to do. But I'm supposed to stand on the word of God and call on the living God who has engulfed me with his power. Shoko Masandi. Engulfed me with it. Shabba When I went through something this week, my mother know what I'm talking about. Bless you. The Holy Spirit gave me a vision of fire and a ram. A ram in action going for it. I say, God, what do you mean, Holy Spirit? Talk to me because I don't understand. He said, Kim, this is you. You keep your head tilted. You keep those, what what do you call them, baby? Horns pointed. And you press. You press through this. Because I am with you. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego knew their God. They called on him. Who could go in a fiery furnace? I talk about them often because they just, it blows my mind. And when the three of them went in that furnace, it was a fourth man. They wouldn't bow, bend, or go low for no devil. They believed in their God, and the odds was against them. See, us as Christians, we don't want no odds against us. We don't, we don't want to have to deal with nothing. But the devil is a lie. As long as you call yourself a child of the living God, you're going to deal with some things. Amen. Tribulations and trials will come. But you are more than a conqueror Amen. because that's what the word says. Stand on the word of God. Amen. He'll keep you yes. in perfect peace. Those that keep their mind stayed on him. Yes. I had to keep my mind stayed on God this week. And I don't always talk about things that I go through because I don't want to focus on it. So you get to talking about it. And you, you know, you want to share. You want to open up. The enemy right there. You get to sharing. You get to talking about that thing. That thing will manifest and be a, 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 a mountain before you know it. Curse that thing to the root and tell that devil you a liar. But I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep pushing. I'm going to keep moving forward. I'm going to keep pressing. Hallelujah. It gets me when people get jealous. Jealousy will knock you out of the presence of God. When people look at you gifted, Miss Carolyn, and they don't understand, well, why God gave it to her? You can't walk in these gifted people's shoes. You don't know the price we pay for the all that we have. It's a crushing it's a hard way. It ain't easy. And sometimes we don't ask for it, but many are called, but a few are chosen. And when you're chosen for it, it is what it is. You suck it up, buttercup, and you go through it. You deal with it. He's promised you he'd never leave you or forsake you. You hold on to his unchanging hand. We serve a God that said he changes not. He don't change. So you pull on him. How dare I look at Miss Carolyn or Kim or my mother and be envious of them. And Bob, Miss Gloria, Miss Jerry, and be jealous of them. How dare you? How dare you? You don't know the price they pray to go through this thing. It's a grace that God gives you. 
to go through this stuff. You can't do it on your own. It's a grace that he gives you to do this. I honor them. I admire them. And I look up to them. But I'm in sin when I'm jealous of my brother, my sister, for what God does in them. Because he gives it freely. All you got to do is be a willing vessel and be open to it. When you allow jealousy to get into your heart, it changes the heart posture. It takes you completely out of the will of God. Because honestly, alignment is being with your, letting your will be tied to his will. You shift your thoughts the way you think. And you begin to have a God concept. You begin to take on the mind of Christ. He said, let this mind be in you that is also in Christ Jesus. You take on the mind of Christ. So you ain't got time to look at nobody. I look at them at all. And I thank God for them. Because they help build you up. Help show you the way to go. But never do I want to walk in their shoes or deal with the things that they've had to deal with. You ain't grace for it. Walk in your own grace. And thank God for it. Thank God for it. I couldn't walk a mile in their shoes. But I honor them. And I thank God for them. Because they're teaching me how to walk. How to step. How to stay in alignment. Understand it's a grace. The next thing I want to talk about is worship. Perfect, perfect place to draw closer to God is refuge from the chaos and distractions of the world. Worship is the is the attitude of the heart. John four twenty four. Through worship, we real, we realign our priorities, acknowledge as God, acknowledge as Lord over our lives. We acknowledge God as the Lord over our lives. Worship is a lifestyle, not just an occasional activity. Worship gets to the heart of who we really are. Yes. Worship, I say all the time, brings God to you. So you can praise him and it bring you to God. But when you worship, talk about a presence, you bring God to you. Worship reveals who we really are. And when we worship, we give in homage to the Almighty One. We thanking Him. We giving Him praise. It's a place that you go in, like Psalms 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High God shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. You got to get in that secret place. That's your worship. Immediately this week, which I do this every day when I get off. I walk my dog. I come in. I immediately get into worship. Because I want to let go of all the daily activities. You understand what I'm saying? And I want to focus on my God. I want to let him know I need. Don't get me wrong. I pray all day. But this is my worship time. I immediately get into worship. And I'm telling you, it ain't long once I get into worship, he begins to speak. Because as Shane said, it's his will not only for you to uh, worship, but he want to speak to you. He want to talk to you. He want to sup with you. He is worthy of our time. 
And I ain't talking about no, no two or three minutes or no ten minutes. Worship. Get in that secret place. If it takes you two or three hours, reach him. Bring him in to you. Because it's a blessing when he comes, when, when the presence of God is on you, it releases something. And it's something you need. Also, I said to stay in alignment with the Father, you gotta, as I spoke earlier, you gotta have the Holy Ghost. See, when you get in that secret place, the Holy Spirit will, will speak for you. He'll pray through you. Sometimes you don't know what to pray. I didn't know what to pray this week. But Lord, here we go again. But the Holy Spirit, when I got into worship and prayer, began to pray through me and begin to speak my, my need to the Father, begin to worship God, begin to get back in alignment because it things, like I say, things come and they'll distract you. But it put me back in alignment with the Father. So it gave me my strength. They that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. You shall mount up with wings as an eagle. When you get in alignment with God, and you, when I come out there worship, I'm a new person. I'm a different person. I see the situation. Don't get me wrong, it's over there. But in front of me is my God. In front of me is Jesus, who said I can do all things through him, who give me the strength who said there's nothing impossible for him. Hallelujah. When I, when I put God before me, hallelujah, it's, a, it's, it's, an, it, it, it's something ignites. The Holy Spirit in me ignites with Amen. Jesus. Hallelujah. Who takes my prayers to the Father. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. Then I asked them on ministering angels, will you come down and see about me? Hallelujah. And begin to minister to my heart and my soul. Speak through me, Holy Spirit. Let me hear your voice. I'm like, David, don't, don't take your spirit from me. I can't live without you. Ain't nothing else more important. I love my children with all I am. And I would lose my life for them. But ain't nothing, nothing like Jesus. I ain't had a relationship like Jesus. There's nothing more important to me than Jesus. So you have to worship and treat the Holy Spirit. Ignite the fire of the Holy Ghost inside you. Don't let him sit dormant because he will. And he can if you don't put some fire to it. You don't ask him to be ignited and released into you. Release yourself into my situations. Release yourself into what's going on, God. You are God. I asked God for something. And he said no. <laughs> Hallelujah. I was a little disappointed. I'm not going to lie. Because <laughs> you know when I ask my father for something, he usually going to come on and, and bless me with it. But this time he said no. Yes. Hallelujah. And I, you know what? When your will is tied to him, I said thank you, Jesus. Because you see and know all things. You are the author and the finisher of my faith. You are the good shepherd. I don't have to look to no other. I can look to you. Psalms, I mean, Proverbs 23 says, Yea, do I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. That's, was it Psalms? Psalms 23, I'm sorry. Thank you, mother. Psalms 23, I get caught up. Psalms 23. Hallelujah. He's with me. 
And if he say no, he got a good reason. I trust him. I trust him. I ain't leaning to my own understanding because Kim done made a bunch of mistakes. Kim don't pick right all the time. And I'm a pretty good discerner because that's my gift. But I don't always, I miss it. I miss it. But he ain't going to miss it. He's going to know. And so he said no, and I said, thank you, Father. All right, I'm going to leave that alone. Amen. I'm going to move on Amen. to something else. I'm not going to get mad. I'm not going to get frustrated because I trust in your plan for my life. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, he knows the thoughts and plans that he has for us. He wants me to prosper. He wants me to be in good health. He wants me to be, be well. He wants me to be healed. So I got to trust him. Amos 3 and 3 said, can two walk together unless they agree? You got to be in alignment. Amen. You got to be in alignment. You know when your car get out of alignment, it starts shaking and moving. You going this way, it's going that way. You know, that's how we are in the spirit. When we out of alignment with God. God over here, you over there. God done went back there. You still over here. Shaking. The devil is alive. Get in alignment with the Father. Get in alignment. Prayer. Prayer will align, put you in realignment with the Father. We must pray. Prayer is a lifestyle just like worship. You ought not go a day without praying. Not a second. Not a moment without saying something to your God. Yes. Is he your God if you don't pray? Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. He's your God when you have a relationship with him. He's not coming back here to pick up people that say, well, I believe in God. Mm-hmm. I used to believe, but did I have a relationship with him? I didn't. You got to be in relationship when your part, when your when your prayer life and heart is postured with God, you in alignment with Him. Wheels on the truck go round and round. That's how you are. You powered, power in prayer. No prayer, no power. Amen. Don't tell me nothing if you don't pray. Amen. I don't want to hear nothing from you if you don't pray. Yes. I want somebody that can pray and reach God. Come on. I know who to go to. And you, you got you to know who to go to for prayer. Everybody ain't in a relationship with God, even though they say they are. Everybody ain't aligned with God. I'm real picky. I'm real funny about who I ask to pray for me. Because people tell you, oh, I'm praying. And ain't opened their mouth. Ain't went to the Father with nothing for you. I want somebody that can reach heaven. See, when you have a prayer life, you have a, it's an open, open portal to God. It's open. When I call on him, it's right there. So I don't have to wait no two hours, no 30 minutes to get worked up into this thing. I don't have to do all that. Because number one, I encase the Holy Spirit. He dwells on the inside of me and he's activated. 
So when I call upon God, he hears me. And I pray. If I, if I need somebody to pray, I call Bob. Bob is a praying man. Yes, he is. Bob going to pray. Yes, he, is. he got an open portal to the Father. Yes, he, he knows him. Mm-hmm. Yes, God knows us all, but he knows him. He has an intimate relationship with God. Mm-hmm. And when I call him to pray, I know he's going to pray. And God will speak. Yes. You got to pray. Today, you got to pray to stay. You got to pray to make it. All the evil that's been unleashed on us. Due to disobedience. And the judgment of the Father. You better pray. You better pray. You better pray like you ain't never prayed in your life. I fall asleep praying. Kim Kim always joke with me about getting up at 2 o'clock. It's a sacrifice, but I do it because that's, that's my relationship. That's my fuel. Yes. I want to hear him speak. And if he say, get up at 2, then it's 2. If he say, get up at 6, one week he had me getting up at 4. I say, now, God, you know I got to go to work and be up at 6 o'clock. I said, but I'm up. Let's do it. You got to be ready. See, the lackadaisical Christian ain't going to make it today. The lethargic Christian ain't going to make it today. You can't pick him up and put him down like a piece of furniture. You can't pick him up and put him down. You got to carry him on the inside of you all the time. Prayer moves God. It realigned, it puts you in alignment with the Father because then he can speak his perfect will to you. And that's what we need to know, his perfect will, not my will. I often watch people when you say uh, prayer, you you know, you tell them something and they go in and immediately into telling you and not saying that God may not have spoke to them. But I question that. Pray first, then come back to me. But I want to know what the heart of God is. I want to know what God have to say. See, when Shane opened his mouth in Missouri, I knew what the father was saying about him. When he opened his mouth, though. Now, God could have spoke to me without him opening his mouth. But when he opened his mouth, it made a difference. Prayer. The next thing I have is serve. Servitude. When you serve, Jesus always went about doing uh, good. Acts 10, 38. He was consistently serving others. He spent time with the sick, the afflicted, the sinners, and the poor. He taught, he healed, and he loved all who came unto him. When we strive to treat others like Jesus did, we learn more about him and become more like him. Amen. Ain't nothing wrong with serving. Serve your brother man. If you love God, the Bible say, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. Amen. Serve your people. Love on your people. God loves. For he said we had to love one another. It's a requirement. 
It ain't something you can bypass and get to the gate. You're going to have to love. And I'm not talking about this, this, this love that sit on top up here, that sit on top of your clothes. That heart better be postured correctly. You better love. When I went and saw those people, and I saw people of every, every, every nationality seemed like, I was blown away. I was blown away. The love. The love. And I'm just watching God work in them. Not that God don't, but it just, it just blew my mind. It was beautiful. Beautiful. That this is what heaven going to be like. Ain't no colors going up in heaven. Ain't no races or no ethnicities going up in heaven. Ain't no cultural differences going up in heaven. You better love. I better love you, Bob. And I better love you for real. I better not let your flesh stand in my way. Because I'm on my way to hell if so. You better love. You better love. With a pure love. I go to Walmart in Port Arthur. And behind our bank, further back, is a homeless community. You can't see them, but we know they're back there. And from time to time, you'll see them. They'll come out, and they'll, you know, ask for money. Sometimes I'm with coworkers that'll, that'll judge. Me, I love them, and if I got some cash on me, I give it to them. And I give them all I got. I don't, I don't have to know their circumstances. I don't have to know why they're asking. I don't have to, uh, well, they need a job and this and that. Maybe so. But God didn't tell me to be God. Amen. He told me to serve. Amen. I give it to him. I can't take it with me. It ain't about me. He said give to the poor and the needy. Hot as it is in our summer months, they got to be pretty bad off to stand out there yes. and ask for money. Yes. I give it to them. Ain't going to hurt me. You got the love on your people. Like Christ love the church. In every area. If I walk over you and I don't speak, that ain't love. If I roll my eyes or I look at you funny, that ain't love. Have I done that to you? Then you know what? I repent. I repent because I'm out. Of, I'm out of alignment with the Father. I know. I got you. I'm out of alignment with the Father. If I do it. No, I love. No, I love Bob. I love Bob. I love you, Kim. I love you too. But we must serve. We must serve one another. We must love one another. We must walk in it. This ain't just a talk. This is a lifestyle. See, these are lifestyles that you have to choose in order to stay in alignment with the Father on a daily basis. Jesus did it. Are we better than him? Absolutely not. He's the King of kings and the Lord of lords. He come off his throne. He come off his throne. And gave the ultimate sacrifice for us. Who are we? Who are we? That I can't love you. 
that I can't help you if you need a helping hand. Amen. Who are we? You've got to be in alignment. And when you're in alignment, like I said, it puts his will with your will. It puts his, his, your will to his will. Then you know you're in right standings with God. The worst thing, and this is my prayer all the time, Lord, don't let me be fooled. Don't let me have a strong delusion. Don't let me think I'm right and I'm wrong. Tell me the truth. Lead me and guide me. Don't let me think I'm holier than thou and I'm on my way to hell. Don't let me think that. I want to know. The truth is what's going to set you free. Amen. Only the thing that's going to set you free is the truth. Let me know the truth. Let me know when I'm off. Let me know when I'm hearing wrong. Let me know when I'm speaking wrong. Got to be aligned with God. I'm going to give you guys some scriptures. I don't know about y'all, but I'm a little high. <laughs> Aligning with God makes us free from natural limitations. Able to do the works of Jesus and greater works by the help and empowerment of the Holy Spirit. As we, as we agree with God's word, our lives come back to alignment with our spirits, souls, and bodies. Operating in their proper roles as is pleasing to God. Then we will walk as God intended us to walk. Straight, upright, in a posture of wisdom and strength. Ain't nothing wrong with an adjustment. If it's going if it's going to keep me right before God, adjust me, Father. Adjust me. Give me scriptures for you guys. Here we go. Well, no, that ain't it either. They in here. Just put them in my Bible. Hold on, guys. I told you when I get caught up, I get this all, all twisted here. But it's here. It's in there. Hallelujah. Leviticus 19.20, i give you a few. Philippians 2.5, mm-hmm. Colossians 3.2, mm-hmm. 2 Corinthians 5.17, 2 Corinthians 10.4. When you know you grow, mm-hmm. you ask God for wisdom and he'll give it to you. See, you, got to, you only read the word, but you got to know what to read. Amen. You got to know where to go. Let the Holy Spirit guide you, who is the revealer of all truth. Let him lead you. Let him guide you. Let him realign you when you slip. Because I ain't going to tell you we ain't going to hit some potholes and hit some curbs and go through and and, and be distracted. But when you feel it, you get right back into it. Repent. Thank you. Tell God I'm sorry. Realign me. Shift me. Fix me. 
mold me, make me, place me into alignment with you, God, with your will and your way. Hallelujah. I give God the glory, guys. I thank you for your time, always. And we give God the glory. Thank you for listening to the Restoration Church Podcast. If you would like to watch our message live or looking for more information about our church, visit us. Follow us on Facebook, Restoration Church.